DJ Playboy. What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And you know, man, I love doing episodes of my dog, my partner, my Girl, man. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. What it do, Reggie? You already know, in the building, another one. We at it. Back What's at happening, it. good people? Back at it, back at it, man. Life is good. It's, birds are chirping. Summer has officially begun. We was, we was having some wild weather this week. It was windy at the last weekend. It was kind of like uh, rainy this past week. I, I was just wearing shorts for no reason. <laughs> you know, you just like the calendar says. <laughs> I was, you know what I mean? Shit started. I'm rocking shorts. It's fucking cold as fuck outside, raining. But the, uh, yesterday was sweet. Um, the, according to the weather, this weekend supposed to be nice. So, you know what I mean? I'm probably going to be out and about trying to soak it all in. Um, kid kid finished school this week. That was a big accomplishment. Um, yes, yeah, that's, that's big. What, what, uh, what, what grade she going to? Going to third next year. Um, I think this one feels more like a big accomplishment because it's the, the first year after the pandemic. So, right. um, and then... The thing with her too, that's crazy, is like she so she had this kindergarten, she had pre-K, which I'm glad you you actually persuaded me to get her started in the school early. So thanks, shout out to Keith for that. Um so she had pre-K, um, which was you know in person. She had kindergarten, which was um mostly in person. I want I'm trying to think of the full year. Yeah, because it had to be I'm trying to think, did she make it through her uh, four? Right, right before the pandemic, maybe? Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So half that year, I guess. So that March, that's when they mm-hmm. shut it down. So she got most of her kindergarten year. Um, but then, you know, some of it was virtual, which was, you know, kind of probably arrested the development of, of where, where their mind would have been at that point. And then um, first grade was fully virtual. So uh, this was, you know, all right, well, let's get back to... And then also mix that with this is the first time that my daughter's been with me um, seven days a week as opposed to the um, splitting time with her grandparents. So mm-hmm. it was getting really, um, so like during the, the pandemic year, during the virtual school year, we were able to like really, uh, be able to transport her back and forth with our schedule because she'd be able to do classes in the car. You know what I mean? I'll give her zoom. She's, she's still in class pretty much. <clears throat> um, this year would have been a little bit, obviously more difficult with her in-person schooling and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I had to wake up every day, get her on the bus. You know what I mean? Um, had to get her set up with, with some type of after school situation and then, you know, go to work and then pick her up from after school every day. But, you know, God is good, man. All that worked out. I was able to find very affordable, um, resources for that. And, and I, you know, I was going to get myself on a pat on the back, waking up all the mornings, getting her to school, you know, cause it's, it's an adjustment. Like she, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, she wants to wear what she wants to wear. And I'm like, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then making sure stuff is prepared and, you know what I mean? Just everything. It's, it's, it's a lot, man. I won't lie to you, bro. I don't want to, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, give me accolades for being a parent, but it's just like, yo, it, it was a lot. <laughs> and it started last summer with her camp. Um, and it, so that was a good little, uh, running start into the school year. Um, cause that was kind of got us on the same routine. But yeah, all in all, I think it was a great year. Shout out to, uh, my daughter. She definitely did a good job this year. So. That was the one accomplishment for the week. I was proud of. <laughs> nah, man, take that, take that credit, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, you're supposed to be doing it, but still, it, you know, you're supposed to be doing it, but not everyone does it. Yeah. So I, I think it's worth something. You know, you deserve that credit, brother. Uh, nah, shout out to all the kids out there, uh, either graduating or making it to the next grade. Um, it's weird too. I was thinking about it this week. Like COVID messed things up a little bit because I was, I had to my my daughter's. Uh, 
summer camp is through her after school, right? So I had to actually go there on some days and, you know, make payments to make sure that she could, you know, go to the whole camp and everything. And uh, I'm looking at the facilities and shit, right? And I'm like, that was kind of dope in here. And I thought about it. I was like, yo, you know, my daughter's been going to this place for like a year now that I've never really seen the inside. Like, not, not that I've never really, because I've been inside for some events. So I should say, before she went there, i never seen the facilities. So you know, like how I'm sure when your son, you're going to sign your son up for any program, you're probably going to take a tour of the facilities right. but with covid it wasn't even a thought it was like you ain't coming in here <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like like and 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 i accepted that i don't want to go in there <laughs> you know what i'm saying you wanted to kind of like whatever hands off for everything right and um i'm looking at i'm like this shit is, luckily is nice as fucking there you know what i'm saying they got really nice facilities they must have you know got a lot of grants and and people to, um to to donate money cuz it's a really nice facility but i'm thinking about it myself i'm like yo that could have went left <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It could have been like some janky ass facilities, some some you know what I mean, just a a, a bad building or unsafe building. So I was like, you know what I mean, God is good in that respect too, that that kind of all worked out. Even my daughter's school, I'm not really too familiar with like the facilities in the school cuz I literally only been to one parent teacher conference, that one in kindergarten, that before everything got shut down. Everything else has been virtual. Um I don't feel like that I don't feel like I had a connection. I feel like I had a more of a connection with her teachers last year because I'm watching her do the virtual school. But, like, as opposed to this year, you know, we did the one-parent-teacher conference over Zoom and everything like that. But it wasn't really that type of connection that you would I think you would have with a teacher. Um, but, right. but she seemed to like it, so that's cool. It's, yeah, everything. COVID, yeah, COVID uh, changed things shit up. The, the, the teachers, the, the teachers uh, in, in traditional times, um, pre-COVID, teachers would know that they probably just see you Twice a year, unless your kid just gets in trouble a bunch. Yeah. So like they could put on airs for those those two moments, versus where you could just hit them up. I feel as if now you could hit them up like, you know, it's not nothing bad necessarily or catastrophic. It's just like, listen, I I don't understand this. I'd like to understand this better. Can we grab a Zoom call real quick for fifteen minutes and y'all on camera and you kind of it's kind of a way to know them. Which I do like. I do like the fact that um they got these, and I don't know when they started this. I'm sure they started pre-pandemic, but like these apps that kind of connect you to the teachers, where you could just you know have like a, a text message conversation with them if necessary. Like you said, um if you wanted to request a Zoom, you probably could do that too. Um I like I like where technology is taking shit, even with with health, right? I like like I did a tele a teledoc, I think is the name of the app the other day, and I was like, this shit is mm. this shit is dope. <laughs> I was able to talk to somebody on a Saturday. Get fucking my like I like where technology is going. Got my prescription filled and everything. Like even with my therapist, like I, I like my therapist a lot. But I think um the fact that I've been seeing her for about three years now and the initial problem that we had wanted to address when I had first got there has kind of resolved itself or at least you know it seems to be moved past that. Um, that I don't know if she's the best choice for me anymore. She might be a little bit too you know like how you kind of want to. An outside source that has no connection to you, no emotional kind of like you know what I mean, like 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 I talk yeah. to you about something, you know what I mean. You might be the type of person like ah, I don't want to come too hard on my homeboy, you know what I'm saying. But whereas I might just take someone who don't even know me, and they'd be like, yo, this is what it is, this is what I'm seeing, you know what I mean? Um, right, right, right. So I think I still want to do, I still want to keep my therapist, but maybe I'm even thinking about maybe trying one of these like apps like BetterHelp or whatever that where you kind of like could just talk to somebody because it's like. You know, I work I work banker's hours now. It, a lot of businesses work those hours. So it's like, um, you, I, I, it'd be kind of dope to have, to have a, like a phone session at 6.30, 7 o'clock at night if I wanted, you know what I mean? If I wanted to, or if I felt like I needed, needed it. 
Yeah, that would, that would definitely be a good move, man. I like it. I like I like where technology is at nowadays. Man, how was your Father's Day? Father's Day was cool, man. People kept calling calling it my first Father's Day. People forgot that my son was born in my May. My kid is about a <laughs> yeah. He's born at the very end of May, so like he was just a few days old last Father's Day. But uh, this Father's Day, I got a, a fully a fully grown human, so uh, it it was dope. Got got little gifts and shit. I think did uh, you buying got a gift for Father's Day? T- <laughs> Did you? Yeah, little trinkets. Nice. Was little trinkets. I still got tools or whatever, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> still got tools, got some cupcakes, got, you know, cards. What else I get? What's the, see, got got me a little snack box. This is a little snack box made for, that's supposed to be made for dudes. It got mad beef jerky, but it's, it's like different kinds of jerky, like bison and venison and alligator meat and shit. That was cool. Mm-hmm. You into that? You into that? Grill, so Father's Day, grill, grill Father's Day was straight. Went out to lunch. Yeah, exactly. Went out to lunch. So I can't complain. It was, it was cool. That's fire, man. Um, that weekend was cool. I got to see my pops. It was my mom sent me with the guilt trip. Like, yeah, Father's Day coming up. You know, you should make this trip. I'm like with the kid that I have in tow. <laughs> doesn't that make me a father as well? <laughs> like, why am I not? Yeah. Why, why does this not? Why is my sister not even getting this pressure? Like, why is this on me? Like, why is it come? But it was like whatever, man. Like, because I mean, not to get dark, but you don't know how many Father's Days anyone has left, and me, you, you know, right. my, our fathers, anybody. So it's like you don't know, and then it's like you got to you know take advantage of them while you have them. So, um, took the trip down, um. I wasn't able to stay too long just because of the way the day worked out, and I had to drop my daughter somewhere afterwards. So I was only able to stay a little bit. But um, it's it's you know like 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 it's good to see the parents. I don't know if I have it, like my pops' memories, not you know like where it used to be. So it's um, it's different now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's still the same. He's still the same. Like his personality hasn't changed, but it's definitely yeah. obviously the memory is um, is, is not what it used to be. Like I could be talking about him. I gotta introduce my girlfriend to him all the time, you know what I'm saying? Or I gotta uh I was trying to I don't know why. I was like, yo, let me just try to show him how to use Siri. Cause I'm like, yo, you just you don't gotta type me. I love Siri. <laughs> I just be talking, right. you know what I'm saying, talking to her from across the room and shit like that. So I'm like, all right, let me just you press this button, da da da. And then like he had did something where you know like how like uh, your phone has that the 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 uh face ID. So I guess cause I kept holding it. It was like it stopped the face ID. It was like, nah, you know, you got to put the password in, and he couldn't remember the password. So then we had to go do that. And then by the time we had gotten the password, he kind of forgot what I was even doing the first, you know what I mean, in the first place. And it was like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Like it's real, you know what I mean? Like we, and I like you know halfway through it, I'm like, oh shit, he's not even gonna remember this anyway. You know what I mean? Like the so it's right. like it's just different, you know what I mean? You had a different point in your life when your your parents kind of become. I guess they were our support system for many years and they were our sources. And now, you know, they're looking at us for assistance and, and help and things like that. So it's that weird transition of life where, you know, you got your kid, you got your family, you got your thing you got to take care of, but then you also got your parents that you got to look after. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm not at the point yet where I have to take care of them or anything like that, but I'm just, you know what I mean? You got to check in. Um, I'm always, my dad always, you know, complains about his knees or whatever. So I'm, I'm like always sending him CBD, you know what I'm saying? Uh, to work on his knees. I was even, I started, uh, some new like, uh, supplements and I was like, I wonder if this might help him. I've been using this shit called like Forebrain. 
you know, like new tropics. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're, you know, you ever heard like a lot of people talk about that now. You heard in the podcast where a lot of people take these pills that they, you know, it helps your brain uh, connect things a little bit better, um, helps your memory, helps your focus. Um, and I was like, yo, I wonder if this might help him. You know what I mean? So I, I, I think my mom's cop some. Um, she didn't get the same one I use. She got you know, uh, the shorty from Jeopardy and Blossom. She she has a commercial because she wanted for one of them. Um, hmm. Nariva or whatever. So I think that's the one that we got them. And I'm like, yo, let me, you know, what's the worst that could happen? It don't work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But maybe it might help. You know what I mean? Is the cognitive memory and connection and, and and all that together. Yeah, I mean that's what's up, man. Yeah, I mean Father's Day is a good opportunity to acknowledge the circle of life. Even though you're a father, you're like, all right, y'all, bring these gifts on and bring bring the adulation and, and appreciate your boy. Mm-hmm. You still got people that you gotta appreciate too. So um, just just connecting that circle where your daughter has to appreciate you and you gotta appreciate your father. Yeah, you know, you, and, and your your father gotta appreciate you back. Like it's just closing that loop is important. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, you know what I mean? And you got to deal with the, it's the things in life that you might not want to deal with or you like, damn, I never really prepared for this or I was hoping it wouldn't, you know what I mean? This wouldn't happen. But yeah, it's, it's, it's life, man. It's the, uh, the reality, the circle of life. Like, <laughs> like Disney so well, uh, formed back in the day. Um, but yeah, I've been taking, I've been done on some shit called Forebrain recently. I've been working, I've tried the, uh, what was it called? Nugenics. Right, that's the shit for Frank Thomas. I tried that uh, last. That's month. That's the joint where Frank Thomas keeps keeps smashing people's wives. <laughs> that's the joint, yo. I tried that shit for a month. That shit was cool too. That shit made me gain weight though. Um, or yeah, well, I think it, you know, like muscle or just it's weird. Like it, I think it, it, my arms feel bigger, um, but I ended up, bro. Since I turned thirty eight, I've been like dealing with all types of dumb ailments, like and shit like that. So I I was on antibiotics and. Uh, I don't know if they affect you this way, but antibiotics put me to sleep. Like, by, like, 8 o'clock at night, I was getting tired. So, for about, like, maybe a week and a half on the Nugenics, I was just, like, really not working out as much as I wanted to. Um, but then I got back, you know what I mean? I, I, I got back into it. Um, I think it made me, I, honestly, and I don't know if it's just the Nugenics. It might have been my diet and, like I said, the not working out, falling asleep early and shit. I, I put on... I use yo, it's crazy. I weigh myself or like try to weigh myself frequently because I got a big scale at work. And I usually stay between like 225. If I get crazy on a weekend, it might be, you know, high 20s, maybe just get into the 30s lightly, 230. But like for the most part, it'd be 225. And, you know, by, that, by the middle of the week, I can get it back to 225 or whatever or, or try to 224 or something like that. But then I don't know when I'm getting on the scale. I'm like, you should say 234. I'm like, is this shit broken? <laughs> niggas fucking with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you you better you better call Frank Thomas because th- that might not be Nugenics, man. That might be some birth control they put in the bottle. <laughs> you might be on a nouveau ring, my nigga. <laughs> nah, but what I will it definitely it gave me that like desire to want to work out. It gave me well the was it supposed to increase libido too. I think because it's got that it's got that trib in it that tribulus. I think I'm pronouncing it mm-hmm. right. It's got that in it, so it's definitely yeah. Turn you into like a seventeen-year-old animal, <laughs> like you used to be, just driving down the street. But uh... did did you feel the effects more or less? Because I, I, from what I understand, a lot of the the herbs and st- and spices in that joint, like it, like it works, but ha- you have to do like strength workouts to activate it. Um, 
In terms of the libido increase, I definitely I mm. I, I don't know. Yeah, I felt that. Um, my arms feel bigger. So, uh, which one? <laughs> which arm? <laughs> 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 no, uh, no, they definitely both feel bigger. Like t-shirts just fitting, uh, you know, a little tighter in the arm area. I, I, I think so. I think because I took the full month. Like you, they only give you a fifteen days supply in a in a bottle. So I, you know, I re-upped mm-hmm. and I, I did it for a full month. So I, I probably in the two week mark, I wasn't feeling it as much as I'm probably feeling it right now. And then they say you got to take like a month off. So I don't know if I'm gonna get back on it or not. But uh, yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely feel. I would imagine if like. I was in a position where I didn't have like, you know, like the commercials where the guy, like the, the lady, is uh in her like uh negligee or, or or I don't know if I pronounced that lingerie or whatever, uh, her nighty, mm-hmm. and she's trying to hang out with him. He's like, no, I'm just gonna sit on the couch and look at, <laughs> finish this football game. <laughs> I suppose if yeah. I if I was in that boat, yeah, I would probably be like, yeah, I need this shit all the time, but I'm I'm not quite there yet. I still got a little bit of young man energy. <laughs> still got a little juice left You know what I mean I still be wanting to take the bike out Every once in a while And just <laughs> Ride around the neighborhood and shit But I will say the forebrain yeah. um, that, that was the other thing I was taking That shit I think Yeah I think worked big time Like I wasn't You know the little memory things That you have Like say you have five Tasks or whatever In a day And, and you'll remember four of them But then that one You go to bed at night And be like Oh shit I forgot to do You know what I mean I wasn't experiencing yeah. that as much The little like Oh shit I forgot I kind of was remembering The little like Yo grab this before we leave You know what I mean Like everything was I think kind of Snapping and together Working on the same point And, that, and you know what I mean Maybe I'm attributing that To something that doesn't deserve it But I You know placebo effect possibly <laughs> But um no, because then I had to go to, I ordered another batch of it from like Amazon, right? Um, And it, you know, it took the day to, to arrive or whatever. So I think I waited too late to order it and I ran out of pills. And for that that day that I wasn't using it, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I was like, is this is this what happens when you get off this shit? Like, I felt like fog brain. I was fucking forgetting shit. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> they done got me, they made me a life in there. <laughs> they done got me for Yeah, that's crazy. That's like the, the limitless pill. <laughs> like you take it and you become like ultimate, and then once you come off of it, like you just the entire life is worse than it was before. <laughs> you can't operate at all. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's um, I, I hope not, but yeah, I, I definitely will say I, I've I've felt a little bit sharper, um, and just everything like conversation. You ever like, obviously everyone does this. You ever like um, be like, damn, that was been a good point to say, like you know what I'm saying, and that would have been a good thing to bring up. Like I wasn't having as much as that. I was I was bringing up the good points in like conversations and arguments when they needed to be brought up and shit like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. To I, I would take it just for that. I don't care what the side effects are. It's like yo, man. I to never have that feeling of you left the cocktail party and saying, man, you know what I said? Should have said to that dude, man. I should have said this or. Oh, when we was in that in that circle talking about politics, I should have brought up this good point. But if I never have to feel that again, I'm. It's more than worth it to me. Yeah, I guess probably because of what my dad's going through right now, I'm I'm thinking about stuff like that more too. Like, like I mean, I don't know, like no, not not taking pills for it, but like, all right, maybe should I start doing puzzles? Should I start playing more like games that you know like challenge you a little bit? You know what I'm saying? Just to keep that 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 part of the mind always working, that problem solving uh portion of the mind constantly working. You know what I mean? Don't be like, oh, I reached a certain age, I'm. Uh, I'm not doing crossword puzzles anymore or, or you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> nah, do that shit to your old man or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, just all that shit to keep your brain working. Nah, definitely. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you gotta take care of your body. I mean, I, I, I have it on my mind. I try. I, I slip a lot. Like I remember, I told you I was trying to clean up my diet. I did, mm-hmm. but then um, Memorial Day came, and and my son's birthday. So we had a little barbecue, and not as many people as we thought was gonna be there. So I just got a freezer full of hot dogs. And cheap burger meat, because you bought a cheap burger meat for company. And, <laughs> and it's like, yo, we got to do something with this, yo. <laughs> were you eating it? So you eating it? That's what you're saying? Like, that's what's fucking up your diet? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm eating it. Yeah. I mean, some of it's good, but it's like most of it, like, I had peppers and, and cobs of corn. But, you know, keeping 100, most of it is, is terrible. Yeah. Got a thick-ass fish patty. Like, I had a fish patty. It's like, all right, well, that's not that bad, but it's like... Joint is like three pounds. It's mad thick, I guess, so it doesn't dry out on the grill. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I, I've been, and it's still not done, so I've been eating horribly. And then I told you I got that gift basket with with uh, venison and alligator jerky. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I got to get back on it, man. Get back on, on more smoothies and try to eat more fruit and vegetables and stuff. You got the rugged man basket, right? What's that shit called? <laughs> That's a, it's called Damn Man. That's the name of the box. Really? And the joint got like nuts <laughs> seasoned to taste like meat. Damn man. Damn man. <laughs> comma damn comma man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just mad nuts and meat in the basket. Why is it named it's that? It's called just, the pause basket. Do you open it and just be like, damn man? <laughs> I, I guess so. <laughs> you know, they try to come up with clever things. Nowadays, people come up with clever uh, stuff for men, right? Like, you know the, the the intuition tells you well for for years it's a, it's a quote unquote man's world things have been catered to men men have been despite actual math and numbers they've been like the majority group but now you see more marketing that's that shoots straight at men so for instance um you listen to a lot of podcasts you probably heard of like manscaped yeah, of course yeah right so you know and and then so and they get more explicit, like, yeah, man, you treat your nuts right and shit like that. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> when they first it, it, when they real. first started, they did tiptoe around what they were advertising. <laughs> yeah, it would be like, oh, you know, make make sure you got smooth eggs and, and shit like that. But now it's just like, yeah, treat your nuts right, y'all. You, know, you, you shaving your nuts, just make sure your nuts, and the nuts this and nuts that. So now, like, matter of fact, it even made it on television. I didn't think it would make it on television, but I think Fruit of the Looms got... Uh, the some underwear with a sack that keeps your balls set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that commercial. <laughs> Homeboys just yeah, so walking around his and just showing showing off his package the whole time. <laughs> exactly. So it, it's just different. So I guess you know having a, a some a, a box of of nuts and meat for for men. Uh, that's just propagating that that marketing that marketing trend. And it worked. They just got free advertising from us. <laughs> it Hell yeah! <laughs> Didn't even pay us. Oh man, but it is a man's world, Keith. You are one hundred percent right about that, man. And it brings us to uh, our first topic, bro. Supreme Court overturned the uh, controversial Roe v. Wade decision, making uh, abortion, I guess, what outlawed on the federal level. I think everyone's scratching their head. Like, can <laughs> can we still get it? But uh, you know, states can actually still decide. I think like everything if they want to or not. Mm-hmm. But uh. Yeah, oh, Supreme Court going hammer, bro. Like, <laughs> with a woman's right to choose. Officially, I mean, then we seen this coming, right? They dropped a little snippet, which the Supreme Court never does. Um, a few right. a few weeks ago, letting us know the direction they was going. 
Clarence Thomas is like letting y'all letting y'all hoes know. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's doing a lot of writing out here. And he was like, hey, that's how it's gonna be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. This is this is the Lord of the Land. But um, I mean, and I don't know how it's I would imagine nationwide, there's a little bit of a uh definitely a just panic uh, a little bit of nervousness but i live in new york uh you live in new jersey i don't know if it's necessarily like around me my environment like you know what i mean I'm, people still watching jersey showing on tiktok they don't you know what i mean because they still have the right you know what i mean um right <laughs> but i'm like yo it's, it's you would think people would be in the street everyone you know what i'm saying like on some george floyd like oh let's this is some protest which I mean, there are people out there definitely doing it um me me and spec uh we spoke about when they Popped up at the bar, Barclays, topless ladies, um, in in terms of women's rights, um, not to overturn Wade. That was a few weeks ago. Um, Joel Osteen's, uh, church service also got, um, I don't know. Yeah, I also had just people, I guess, infiltrated and and decided to protest in the middle of his service. Um, mm-hmm. actually took off their clothes, that stripped down to their bra and panties, um, in in just to get attention, you know, for women's right to abortion. But this is where we at now. Um. You know, you got about twenty something states that are like, hey, you know, we we are gonna still allow people to get abortions. That's a lot of uh to take on the 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 I guess the the, the demand of fifty states, right, or at least forty eight continental states. Um, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean that that people to, for twenty something states to take that on. That's that's a burden, bro. That's a lot. <laughs> a lot of people, and then who has the, the the people that are most affected by it don't have no money to travel. They don't have the money to, and then pay for it, and then get a hotel room. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's yeah. it's, it's a rough situation that that a lot of people are in right now. A lot of women are in right now. I mean, it's just not doesn't just affect women though, but yeah, a lot of this does affect a lot of people. Yeah, it's 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 um, I'll say it, it's sad in the sense that when you think about conservative politics, you think about uh them kind of be like yeah we have the freedom to do this and don't take away my freedom to do that and don't 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 let your laws don't let uh judges and and lawyers and legislators get into my life just you get we got the laws you got the constitution let me live my life but like this fight here was a like a you know 50 year fight to get in people's lives so it's, it's interesting and just as far as from a tactical, strategic point, they've been laying down the groundwork for decades. Like they were so they were so focused. It was abortion and mm-hmm. guns. Like those those are the two things. It's like you know you hear them fights every now and then. You know uh, same sex marriage, all this different type of stuff. Yeah, that stuff is small fries. They were really focused on on abortion and guns. So, I mean, as as sad as it is, I think that. Um, as sad as it is, it's, it's a lesson for any other political party, any other politician, a group of politicians. Like, yo, dude, sometimes you got to play the long game, bro. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Like to show, because <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that's funny you said it. Because Roe v. Wade's actually been in effect for what, forty plus years. Not, not. Yeah, you know I mean, so I wonder yeah. if we were born, um, we, and we we we're almost forty, right? So if we were born like maybe like five, ten years earlier. Or maybe uh, I guess more so ten uh, or, or ten to fifteen years earlier. If if we would have the same like to me, it's like I'm like, no, how you do that? Like I'm like that's outrage. But it's really only been about forty something years. It's really only been about our lifetime. You know what I mean? So it's like if we 
if we yep. might have a different view. I, I don't know. I just wonder if I would have a different view and it'd be like, yeah, I mean, this this is what it was before. Um, but then maybe the shit that was happening before would make me be like, yo, we can't go back to that, right? Because what I hear is that, you know, you're not going to stop abortions. You're going to stop safe abortions. People are going to get abortions, like right. whether they want to or not. Like the, I was watching the news last night and the lady was like, we're receiving calls from people right now saying, yo, I'm about to, or I already drank this. Yo, I already did that. You know what I'm saying? Like they're taking means into their own hands because, you know what I mean? People are just nervous. They're just scared. They just don't don't know how to act. And I would imagine trying to figure out how to stop unwanted pregnancy has been something that's been happening since the beginning of time, right? That's not a, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, right. um it's 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 definitely a rough situation um it makes me nervous because i'm not a woman but i do you know obviously i'm surrounded by women and it, obviously it makes me nervous for their rights but then it's like yo if they just did that right in front of our noses right in front of our i'm like i've where i'm maybe and i'm in i might be in a uh the, the like the a, a noise chamber where pretty much i'm hearing just you know my opinions being coming right back at me echo chamber i think is a term i want to use whereas like i hear a lot of people outraged by this so i'm like where are the people that are for this like are they just more you know what i mean but that might just be because of where i'm at where i'm located but it just to me it just seems like for so many people to be against this for something like that to just happen you know what i mean which is which is you know the people the power the people who knew how to make change they knew how to do it get the supreme court to do it i don't care if a million people are right we just need the majority the majority in the supreme court um you know what i mean to get to get that where we want it to be and and is you've seen that happen right you've seen that happen like even with the guns on the heels of like joe biden um this morning signed a law into uh into sorry a, a bill into law um that actually both sides are agreeing with and it's intended to prevent dangerous people from accessing firearms investing in mental health across this country and you know what i mean to kind of stop what's been happening i don't really think it is going to stop <laughs> the, in terms of the mass uh, shootings and, and people obtaining guns. But even with that happening today, earlier this week, the Supreme Court um, changed, basically changed the laws in New York, California, and other a few other states because they felt like our requirement to, uh, to apply for a handgun was a little bit too restrictive. Um, if I understand correctly, two gentlemen uh, were unable to obtained a handgun uh, license and they said that this violated their uh, right to bear arms just made it all the way to Supreme Court and they decided that yeah it actually does you know what I mean um I know I don't you know people with like legal handguns Keith you know like the process that they have to go through okay nah. like I know a lot of people at my old job they they you know they they have legal handguns and they they you know or or they were helping other people to get their license and like I asked them when I was like what's the process like you got to get like a letter of recommendation from like three current gun owners. You got to get like basically somebody to show like your character. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of hoops they make you go through. Like, you know, you got to go through an application. If you fill the application out, you know, wrong in any way, you got to start over again. You got to pay for these applications. So they definitely make it a lot of hoops uh, for you to, to, to get through. I'm not sure exactly what was the holdup with these two gentlemen not getting their, um, their guns. If they mean they couldn't meet all the requirements or they couldn't. Um, I don't. I really couldn't tell you like what it is, or maybe they feel their application not wrong. But they they definitely fought it and took it to the Supreme Court. And I can imagine in their eyes, they're like, "Yo, I can go get a AR, I mean, not in New York, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I can go get a, a a rifle and leave the store that day. You know what I'm saying? So why am I not able to get these handguns? 
Um, and this is a law that stopped, you know, like a lot of people from carrying handguns in New, in New York, New York City, these highly populated areas where a lot of people live because these gun laws are so restrictive. Um, it's going to make right. it a lot easier, from what I understand, um, for people to carry handguns, concealed handguns on the street um, legally and, you know, be able to legally have them. Um, that's dangerous. <laughs> it was there's already a lot of guns in these areas california new york uh washington dc i think is, is one of the uh places that had very restrictive gun laws as well um and it's just like yo i don't do y'all like i don't even like you know what i mean uh, it feels like yo do y'all even know the uh repercussions that we can face from these changes you know what i'm saying that with the abortion thing this the socioeconomic repercussions of if you got a population of people that aren't really educated in how to take care of children, how to um, find the resources that they need, how to take care of the next generation, and now you're, you're telling them like they unwanted or wanted, you, you're having this kid, regardless, you know what I mean? That, you know what I mean? And and, and the ba- what could come from that? You know what I'm saying? What could come to the adoption uh, industry? You know what I'm saying? What just a lot of people aren't really, and they, they're not in this position where they're, they're ready for this type of change, for this influx of people that are going to come in and need these type of resources, you know what I mean? And and, and in the gun situation, we, New York City has a crazy violent issue right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So enabling more people to have guns, I don't, I don't necessarily know if that's going to make things safer. I don't know if it's going to make things more dangerous, but I'm a little, you know what I mean? I'm a little, uh, <laughs> a little nervous in that area. Yeah, I, I think that people... The truth is that most people, when you have changes like this that make things a bit more dangerous, most people won't feel it. Most people won't experience the danger that that a certain law or lack of a law mm-hmm. brought about. But it increases their chance of feeling it. But, you know, people don't act upon the chances a lot of time. They just act upon, will this affect me? And I think that's why you see people saying, "Yeah, nah, make you know, make it easier." They they get their gun, they live their lives. However, they live their lives. Uh, more incidents might happen. More dangerous people will get guns. But on average, the average person won't run into those people, the dangerous people getting guns. But again, the chances are higher. And I'm not sure. You know, I'm not a I'm not a good enough messenger to. To, to tell you that you should act a certain way just because of the chances of something mm-hmm. happening. You know, God forbid something happens to you, but do understand that it, it does increase the chances. Yeah, a, a popular thing I see uh, girls writing on, like, Instagram and things like that, especially yesterday, uh, when we were recording this, it happened yesterday, Um, that, like, a lot of these politicians would, uh, they, they if they had an unwanted pregnancy, you know what I mean, they would want their person that they got pregnant to, to have an abortion. I don't know if that's true or not, but you know what I mean? Like, I guess it's each his own and to each his own. But, but it is, does bring a good point that some of the people that are in favor for this, you know what I mean, might, you know, when it comes to their own life, they might have a different view on it, right? As a, as a, as a macro thing, I think they might have an opinion, but once it, like, scales down to them or their daughter, right? Or something like that, then they might have a totally different view on it. And it's like, nah, that's not, you know what I mean? Like, what's good for the goose gotta be good for the gander, but it's not because they have the resources. They got, they can, yeah. Exactly. Most most people don't, don't get abortions and, and won't have the need or desire to. That's most people. That's just mm-hmm. factual. However, 
it could very in the case of abortion maybe even more so than 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 the issue of guns more people have to be in the orbit of of people who may need an need an abortion so you know it's it's all it's all about people who don't have to be in those situations being able to legislate or make decisions on it and and it's a it's a tough world. It's actually something that conservatives fight against. Like, you don't know my life. Why Why would you write a law that messing around mm-hmm. with my life for? And in fact, there, I think there was a, this uh, one Republican lawmaker who was driving hard to ban abortions, but and he asked a side chick to get abor- an oh, abortion, really? and they found out. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the name. I believe it, though. I 100% believe it, bro. Like, yeah, it's... You don't see 14-year-old... In the hood, you might see a, a, a 14, 15, 16-year-old girl pushing a stroller. And you don't see that in the, in, in the suburbs like that. You know what I mean? Like, or I can't say I have. You know what I mean? So it's right. like, it, it's, it's, there's a reason. Like, the, the, it's a resources of what it comes down to. So it's like, it, it's, it's a scary time we live in, Keith. Scary, scary time, man. Um, I know we're a little tight on time, so I got to go to our favorite segment, Have You Heard? Yo. Uh-huh. And uh oh, have you heard Britney Grinder still locked up? That's crazy. Free Britney yet. Yeah. yeah, what is it? A hundred well something probably closing on like 120, 130 days, something like that. It? Not even real weed. <laughs> I'm about to say for some weed, but it's not for yeah. like the oil. Like that is nuts. For the hat. I mean, which I guess is just as illegal as illegal, but um, you ever think about that? Like, I don't know why that hit me this week. Like, something, there was something that happened. And it was just like, yo, there's somebody sitting in jail right now, right? Because they made a bad decision. They hung out with the wrong people. They they were in a car that had marijuana in the trunk, uh, maybe a lot of it. And then there's somebody else that's like a millionaire off of marijuana right now, like in the same state. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, 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 I decided to hang out with this group of people. You decided to hang out with that group of people. And our lives went... Two different directions, you know what I mean? Like that, right? Or or you had access to that mm-hmm. group of people, and I didn't. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I just I but in in Britney's grinder situation, it's uh, I guess a little bit more because usually her celebrity would, I think, typically help her in these situations, right? Like, ASAP Rocky left Sweden. <laughs> I don't know if he was necessarily innocent, but you know what I'm saying? Like he was able to through through diplomatic uh, conversations, you know, be freed, right? Um, where I mean, obviously, we're these. This is wartime. Where Russia's in wartime, and we're actually helping out there. We're ally, kind of allies to the person they're fighting against. So I can see where that diplomatic conversation might might shut down. Um, but it just sucks that she's in there, bro. Like that really sucks. She's not the only one, right? Not that I know of, but I know she's probably well, not probably. She is the most prominent one right now. Yeah. Um. Now, nah, free Britney. I just, I, I just, honestly, I, I just needed to mention that because, like, that sucks, bro. Another country, anyone. I, I mean, if I was locked up in my the state I live in, right in the city I live in right now, it was, it would suck. So to just be across the pond, not not across the pond, across, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying across the fucking ocean, just nobody talking. You know what I mean? Like your language necessarily, it, it's gotta suck. So hold your head up, Britney Griner. Um, free Britney. Um, let her pay a fine, and you know what I mean. Just figure it out. Uh, this one, I think, is even more of a just, I, just breathtaking. Keith, it, it, it just shocked me. <laughs> this next, have you heard? <laughs> 
right? And I, I heard the article, somebody brought up, so I'm going to tell you the, article, the, the headline as I heard it. Uh, Ludacris and Martin Lawrence uh, set to receive star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And I was just at a point where I'm like, Martin Lawrence doesn't have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? <laughs> like, what is, that is... Morris Chestnut has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, bro. Nothing against Morris Chestnut. That's crazy. <laughs> like That's pretty crazy. Wendy Williams, and deservedly, and Morris Chestnut deservedly as well, have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Martin Lawrence don't got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? <laughs> like, Def Comedy Jam, the show Martin, which is what that meant to just television, black culture, just bad boys, uh... Run tell that I guess you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying like my man like what was the movie where he was the fucking uh oh uh Big Mama's house no what didn't he have a movie yeah, with man, he, he was the original Medea he made he paved the way for Tyler Perry he had a movie with Raven Simone too right if I'm not mistaken like taking her to college or something like I think he was a dad maybe I'm tripping but no nah, I mean the man's done a lot <laughs> man's yeah. done a lot of work like I, I, that seems like. Some hatred. Shout out to Ludacris, too. Ludacris, very deservedly making the Hollywood Walk of Fame, um, made his bones in radio, dominated the music industry, and does very well within the movie industry. So I, I cannot... Definitely shout out to Ludacris, uh, all-around renaissance, man. Um, but yeah, why is Martin not in there, though? <laughs> it, but it, and then also, it's like, who was deciding this? Right? Who are the people that decide who gets in the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Because obviously, if they got some type of issue with you, it feels like Martin was being Pete Rose for some reason. You know what I mean? And I don't even know why. Yeah. <laughs> I really couldn't even tell you why. You seen that? Um, I mean, we was talking about it. We probably, I don't know if you watched it. Uh, they had that Martin reunion on BET Plus. Yeah. Mm. I, I wanted to see it. I don't have BET Plus. I don't remember if we spoke about it on the show, but basically it's difficult to to pick a, a streaming platform, you gotta make some some choices, man. They should have gave a free trial. I don't know if it's in their budget or if that it's not in their strategy, but oh, there's no free trial. That would have been a nice one because I would have definitely free trial huh? that. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no free trial. I would have definitely free trial that bitch. <laughs> Just to watch that. At Apple TV, they gave me two years free. <laughs> two years free. I've had Apple TV. Still a you customer. Got to see Ted Lasso and all, and all these shows, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm. I'm I think I can't remember what show's coming back this fall, but I'm like, ah, I might have to. My free trial ends in September, so I'm like, I might have to to subscribe for a little bit. Mm. Yeah, that's damn, that's crazy. Don't do that because even uh, HBO Max, I've been, I think I've been on like a discounted price. It was a six month thing, and then they sent me an email like, yeah, we just gonna extend it for you, bro. I'm like, all right, yeah, <laughs> y'all sure? Yeah, all right. Why not? Word. Um, no, nah, uh, shout out, but get Martin in there, man. Martin deserves it, man. Like. I, and, and you know what's oh you know it was like I was watching the preview for that uh, Martin reunion and I was like where's Tommy oh shit I forgot <laughs> rest in peace yeah. yeah I forgot man man Tommy passed away bro I was like oh shit and it looks like they do like a little memorial to him in there but anyone if you out there if you checked out the Martin reunion let us know if it's uh, worth paying for or record it for me please <laughs> you know what I mean hook your boy up um another episode in the books man uh always a pleasure recording with you Keith. Uh, where can my people find you at on social media, brother? Instagram, me and my underscore 35. 
Awesome, awesome. You can find your man DJ Playboy on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Also, uh, you can find Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio on Instagram. So go check us out. Every episode is available on our website, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. I know I've been teasing an announcement for, for many weeks. Um, Your boy has been a little sick. <laughs> I know y'all might have heard me say that on some episodes. And I'm back and I'm back feeling like myself again. But I had a couple weeks that were rough there. So we back. I do got that announcement still coming on the way about the website. But uh every episode's available right there for now on perfecttalkpodcast.com. Um also you can check out my radio show on there, uh The Night Shift and the radio show I do with my brother DJ show, Money Talks Radio. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, wherever your podcasts are found. Please leave a rating, uh, leave a review. Um, check us out on YouTube as well. Uh, search Perfect Talk Podcast. We are up on there. Um, just doing big things. Uh, Keith, what you watching nowadays, my man? Not a lot. You know, summer is not prime live TV season. Uh, the sports that I watch aren't on. But you know what I did see, and this was a few weeks ago, but I, I want to mention because it, it just popped into my mind. There's a show, on a series on TNT, I think it's called Rich and Shameless. It's basically about rich people and, and scandals or whatever. I've seen a few episodes. Yeah. And Yeah, and the episode with, with um, Brian Williams, uh, also known as Bison Dele, just going over his death and how his brother might have murdered him and his, I think his girlfriend at the time or his ex-wife at the time. Mm. But... That, that was just fascinating. I think it, I can't say that it would be fascinating for everyone, but I was always fascinated with Brian Williams back when he was still an active player. And it's kind of like he stopped playing. And, you know, he's just, I mean, you know, he's not, he wasn't no super duper star player. So no one's following his, po- following his post playing career. Mm-hmm. But then news came out that he went missing. That's the last I heard about him. Like for, what was that, maybe like about 20 years. Mm. I was just like, okay. I didn't think about him. But then they brought this, and I was like, you know what? There's a part of me that said, what happened to him? And this this satisfied that one last thing. It felt like I have closure on, on this very small part of oh, did they, So did they find out who actually did it, or did they leave it like? Yeah, it seems his brother did it. Uh, like, it's, it's, Yeah, so. Was his brother uh, locked but up? But then his brother, his brother killed himself. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah, I've seen a few episodes yeah. of that show. I've seen... Uh, I seen the one they did on Pam and Tommy, um, and then I seen the one that they did on uh, Nygaard. I think his name is Victor Nygaard. He's like a designer that was like, he's a wild boy. He wanted basically to like get fetus, like he wanted chicks to get pregnant and then have, make them have abortions. And then basically they would take something from the fetuses and he would inject it into himself to kind of like as a um, fountain of youth. Um, he was a, wow. yeah, he was a wild boy. He was on like HGH. He was out there in the Bahamas. He only liked black chicks, or it seemed like he really only fucked with black chicks. Um, there's even a part in there where they say they were like, "Yo, it, it, the the most potent fetuses come from uh, shapely African American women." <laughs> it was like a wild statement. Wow. And the girls at the table were like, "Okay, I guess." <laughs> um, no, nah, but I like that show because they go they go in depth. I like how where they go with it with things and how they uh. How they how they definitely cover stories, um, very in depth. Uh, something I seen this week that I know has been out for a while. Um, I checked out the first episode, Abbott Elementary. Seemed pretty funny. I'm oh like, yeah, <laughs> it's fire. Yeah, I might rock my man from Everybody Hates Chris is on there. 
<laughs> it's funny though when Word. I first seen him, I'm like, "What do I know? Is this Jaleel White?" <laughs> <laughs> he looking no, good. In funny, his old he age. does have Urkel swag. Like even as a kid, like if 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 they were to, he he must be like what maybe 15 years younger than than Jaleel White. Mm-hmm. I'm just estimating. Maybe more like if they were to remake Jaleel White's entire career, like after you know what I'm saying, like 15 years, like he would fit perfectly into it, just like his body shape mm-hmm. and everything, like. Because he grew up to be super tall and kind of like a slender dude. I seen Jaleel White the other day in that new Adam Sandler movie, Hustle. Okay, how's he looking? He's looking good for his age? Yeah, he looks normal. I mean, he looked normal back then once he uh, like went through puberty. Remember yeah. Stefan? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why they were able to pull off Stefan. So essentially, in Abbott Elementary, uh, I think his name is Tyler James Williams or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Everybody Hates Chris Dude. Yeah. The, he's essentially playing Stefan right now because he's like the <laughs> sex symbol in the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nah, but yeah, it seems like a cool show. I'm gonna check it out definitely. I've been hearing great things about it for a while. Um, been checking it out. You know what else I seen? I seen like two documentaries. I seen the one on not fully though, but I seen the one on X X Chion. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Um, and then the other one was on Juice World, and it was like it hit me. I was like, yo, it's crazy how the music industry is now in it. Cause both of them, I don't know if they're made by the same people, if one was inspired by the other, but both of them, they'll he'll perform like a song. And they'll put in the bottom, like, left-hand corner, like, how many streams he had, how many times this was played on YouTube. And I'm talking about these are, like, astronomical numbers, bro. And you're, like, just, like, I've never heard a song from this guy before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, literally, I could not tell you. I'm a DJ. And I could, uh, Juice World, yes, I can tell you. But the XXX, I don't, I couldn't tell you none of his. I knew who he was when he was out. And I knew it just, we didn't, I didn't need to play his music. I didn't need to really get into him as an artist. But it just shows me, like, which we learned, I think, from the Wiz Khalifa and Currency um, era when they when they were blowing up, that like you could have these crazy followings and still be nobody to like a big faction of the world, right? And I think YouTube's YouTube is very responsible for a lot of that. Like, well, you could have like millions, billions. Some of these streams have billions on them. You know what I'm saying? Like of plays and shit like that. And there's probably people you walk in a room that don't even know you. <laughs> you know what I mean it's not like yeah, man, our parents era where we all watch the same five channels you know what I mean right mm-hmm. we, we saw a preview of that with them especially coming from uh, with the south the movements they had mm-hmm. there like UGK they were truly the underground like they were kings for real yeah. like if you ever met before they before Big Pimpin if you ever met somebody from Texas Oklahoma that area UGK royalty absolute royalty yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, one of the things that do- that bummed me out though about both the documentaries, well, the the XXX one, uh, his mom made that one, so it's you know like oh, oh she's part of the production of it, at least she's in it, but the Juice World one, it shows all like it shows crazy drug use, bro. Like it's ridiculous. Like this dude's like high out his mind. He's he'll he'll break up some Zannies and snort them. Like, but it, it'll just, and it, it shows the people around him doing crazy drugs. Like his girlfriend's a big part of the documentary. Um, she'll just be in the background snorting. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's nuts. Like the amount of drug use that these kids are doing, bro. Like I just, it's, it's almost depressing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't know if the juice world one, because he, I, he died of an overdose. And maybe that's what they're trying to show. But there's like the the amount of drug use that they show. It's on HBO Max too, so maybe they could do more. They could show more. But it's like, yo, it's 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 my. It, it kind of got depressing. I like, I was, I was like, I told my girl, I was like, yo, you could turn this off because he he really likes his girl. Like he'll bring his girl out on stage. He'll big up, and I was just like, yo, I don't even really want to watch this whole thing because 
he's gonna die. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I know how this ends, yeah. and it's like, it's, it started like I was like, yeah, this is. I, I was like, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come back and finish it, but I need to take a break from it because I was just like, it's gonna put my mind in a weird place just because you just you're watching self destruction. You know what I'm saying? And like, you I, it, I I got people going through stuff right now in my life, and I'm like, I see like certain patterns happening. And I'm like, damn, should I say something? Should I should I like, you know what I mean? Should I? I don't want to be the 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 friend that nobody, you know, <laughs> maybe like, like oh, well, I won't talk to this person. I won't tell this person certain things because now it seems like they're judging. You know what I mean? I don't want to be that person and get like, I guess shut out of this person's life. But it's like, you see certain patterns. You're like, I don't want this going down the wrong path. And I'd be like, yo, I should have said something. Or I doubt it. You know what I mean? So it, 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 yeah. it put me in like a weird place with that. Um, also, uh, sidebar real quick. I know we got to go. Um, this kid I knew at my job, and it, it wasn't like, I'm not going to say this is my friend or anything like that. Maybe you had a situation like this where you knew somebody and you were kind of just associates, but then they pass away. And it's like, it still affects you, but you're like, damn, like, it, like should it be affecting me this much? Like, this wasn't my friend. This was kind of just someone I, I had a conversation with um, a couple times. Someone at your job passed away? Committed suicide. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, and it just it, it it and it seemed real young kid. Seemed like he had a lot going for him. Um, I mean, the only reason I crossed paths with him is because he, I guess, he had a good job, and then you know, like how it is with family businesses. The the father will like pass the business down to his son, and I guess he saw like mm-hmm. the management of the company was going downhill. So he, I think he he knew that they were gonna like sell the company or something like that. So he left the company, and it seemed like he was just kind of bouncing from these other jobs and. Uh, and all this other stuff, and I don't really know the cause of you know why he would commit suicide. I would assume depression or something like that. But just it seemed like his life kind of took an unexpected change, right? Like you know maybe he had something like real, going real good for himself, and then maybe the change from that just it was hard for him to bounce back. You know what I mean? Or, or transition from that. So I, I say all that just to say like if you know anybody out there going through something, or if you yourself out there going through something, like don't be afraid to talk to somebody. Don't be afraid to reach out to that person and, and, and know that you did your part to kind of, you know what I mean, get to know where their head is at and let them know that they got resources and they got support and they got somebody out here because I just, you know, you hate that, man. You hate, I hate seeing people take themselves out, bro. That shit, it really, yeah. it really fucks me a little bit. So, um, you know, not to end on a, on a sad note, but definitely anybody out there, if you're hearing this and you feel like, yo, you, you might be in a bad place or you know someone that might be in a bad place, there are resources out there. Reach out. I just told you. I just did a tele teledoc. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know if I said that on on the podcast or not. But I I mean I did telehealth on the last uh, two Saturdays ago. You know what I'm saying? I was able to get help on a Saturday. So I'm imagine there's resources out there. There's better help. There's people you could talk to. There's uh I can't remember any of the other names of the apps that you know for for therapy and stuff like that. But there's definitely resources out there. So please reach out. Find them. Um, and yeah, keep your head up, man. Cause cause this world's beautiful as as much. As we sit here and we might like point out a lot of the fuck shit going on in the world, a lot of the crazy shit going on in the world. This is life is beautiful, man. I can't complain. Keith, I know you live you living good, right, man? You doing good things, man. So you know what I mean? Like and then but I might not know, right? You might shit, maybe you might have some hidden stuff that you keep to yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Let it out. <laughs> Talk, man. Talk to your yeah. boy. I'm here. I'm here for you, man. So, you know what I mean? And and I'll do the same. For sure. All right, man. Everybody out there, hold your head up. Um, we up out of here. Say goodbye to the people, brother. Peace. One. I'm bringing one back. <laughs> <laughs> we need that. <laughs> <laughs>